Hi. Um, I just want to say thank you very much for listening. Um, oh my God, it's over 2,000 plays. Um, and uh, I try and kind of make the topics quite vary. Um, and also, you know, there's something for everyone uh, in there. Um, different topics for different folks. Um and uh yeah just thank you for listening again and uh um on today's topic i just wanted to um talk about um how powerful are our you know our self talk is now um it's not something that uh the powers that kind of control the world want us to know about or you know that they are willing to teach but it's it's really really powerful um the way we speak to ourselves um and it it's it's literally anything so i'll give you a few examples just so you would understand um the the other day, um, I was anyway, I always listen to, we all know the um, incredible motivational speakers of the past or the present. So the past, um, the really good ones are <clears throat> Neville Goddard, um, who spoke about the law of attraction and, you know, um, so many, he he really focused on different elements of the law of attraction or the law of the universe and and how the inner our inner being creates the outer and not the other way around um so he's really a fantastic one to um to listen to louise hayes another one now she focuses a lot more on uh the healing aspect so she focuses on self love um encouragement of yourself i know bruce lee um the actor um have also dealt you know he he understood the law of attraction and he has a many quotes uh especially talking about how we need to stop talking negatively to yourself because there's there's a, a, a sort of a, two sides to you. So there's the conscious and the unconscious mind. And so the unconscious mind kind of takes on board what you're trying to say. Especially if what you're trying to say has feelings with it. So if you say things like, I hate myself, or I'm not pretty, or all that kind of negativity, then it takes on that. And then guess what happens? You don't be, you don't feel like you're pretty. Nobody feels like you or looks at you in, in a way that they would find you attractive, or you don't get the job interview, or the lucky ticket, or anything good, because that's what you've programmed your mind into and uh, so we must be careful on how we speak to the self the other thing is um it's very powerful if you are trying to 
heal something. So if you have a skin condition or rashes or eczema or um, maybe you want to grow your hair or change the texture of your hair or you know that kind of thing it it covers many many aspects of life um if you want to be a certain size you have to just speak to yourself so if you wanted to grow your hair then you would look you would go to the mirror and br- while you're brushing your hair you would say the things you want to see in yourself so you would say things like my hair is growing I love my beautiful thick shiny and you would add on jet black or blonde or red or it's so soft and silky and you say all these sort of affirmations but you say it on the mirror when you're brushing your hair if it's a skin condition or acne or I don't know your beard is not growing or <laughs> it's there's so many things you can say the same thing I have the most beautiful, clear skin, you know, um, everybody loves me, everybody's attractive to me, you know, um, the young, the old, anybody in between, find me beautiful, um, you know, you say all these sort of affirmations, and over time, Neville Goddard said, Anything you persist in, and everybody said it actually, even um, Abraham Hicks, he's, um, but the Neville Goddard said, anything you do repeatedly becomes, uh, it becomes like a fact because it, it reprograms the mind. So if you say that you're beautiful and you didn't start off that way, but you said it for like three months, then you you become beautiful because that's what you're affirming you you're trying to kind of attract that energy remember everything is energy so you're trying to invoke the energy so the speaking is a type of invoking the energy um so that's what speech is very very powerful and uh that's why when uh you know, uh, I remember, <laughs> I haven't seen my friend for a long time, one of my friends, I haven't seen her for a long time, and she always used to nag about this um, front of her hair that she, it didn't look like what she thought it should look like, you know, she would always say, well, it's not really full on the front, or, you know, I don't like to brush my hair on this side, um and I told her to stop doing that, you know, um just say what you wanna see, but stop saying I don't like it because then obviously you give the negative energy more energy and that's how it remains. And you don't want to feed into the negative energy because it creates it. Because the the the, the subconscious brain uh creates things that we focus on. So if you create, if you focus on the negative, if it, if it creates what you focus on and then you only focus on the negative, then it's going to only create the negative. It doesn't care whether it's negative or positive, but since you're focusing on it, that's what it will create.
and that's how the law of attraction goes and so many people have always said i think it was um i don't know it was one of the motivational speakers who said um um energy flows where attention goes and that is very very true and uh you want to put your focus on what you want and what outcome you like to see rather than what you don't have or what you should have had and all that nonsense no just focus on what you want it so if i ask somebody um example if you ask anybody and you can do it even yourself if you ask them what they what they would like or what they wanted it's there are more chances of them to tell you what they don't want first than what they do want first and for some reason people seem to say the negative in a lot more detail and then when it comes to the thing they wanted it's very vague and it it's not defined nor is it said first that's why we create the negative first then we complain about all our life is negative but if we didn't focus on it so much because the focus that we give it is what's keeping it alive so take the focus away it disappears the focus is what's keeping it alive and once you understand these things it makes a lot of sense and like i said the brain creates what you focus on it doesn't care if it's negative or positive it only cares that you focus on it and that's what it creates so you have to be clever and focus on the good so instead of seeing the bad day or the so-called bad day see the good in the in the day so see that it's less traffic on the road god the sun is out today it's not raining you know or you know um you found 5 pound it could be 5 dollars in wherever you're listening from in your old coat it happened to me the other day and boy did it put me in a good mood <laughs> um you know especially if i like change bags sometimes i'll find money that i didn't even remember placing in my old bag and all you focus on um the good thing is like maybe you had a really good lunch you had 30 minutes and you used up all that 30 minutes for your for your lunch and not only did you have a you know full 30 minutes but you also had your favorite meal or your favorite lunch at your favorite restaurant or a cafe um maybe you've got a text from a loved one or somebody you haven't spoken to you have to focus on those good uh things um that we miss out and it gives you it puts you in a state of gratitude like a state of oh my god i'm so glad that i'm alive what a wonderful world you know <clears throat> and don't focus on 
the negative. Don't say things like, oh my God, the Ukraine crisis or whatever other crisis is going on this week. There's always a crisis going on. Um, you must not watch um, any TV. That's how they create crisis in your head. Now, unless you're someone in charge of the country or something... What good is it going to do you to watch the news? Nothing. It's going to make you miserable for the rest of the day. So don't watch it. That's how they program people. Otherwise, all of a sudden, while you're watching the news and worrying yourself to death, you'll be like, just I have a relative now who thinks we should be saving, you know, saving all our food in case we need it because the oil prices or the petrol prices or the food prices is going up and all that kind of nonsense um no it is going up but um the the trick is not to really focus on any of that nonsense it's a distraction it's uh propaganda it's uselessness what you focus on is that this is a very um um abundant universe nobody's running out of nothing you know people are losing brain cells but not nothing else is going um <laughs> and so that's what you need to focus on your own world you know be among the living but don't live on this world in in the sense in in the sense um uh, I always describe myself uh, I'll give you a like a uh, I'll explain it anyway but I obviously I, I do live on this earth but I don't consider myself as someone who um pays attention to anything other than my world you know i while other people are running around talking about the latest virus or the ukraine crisis or the whatever crisis that's going on i often just think oh what am i going to cook for dinner and i should be dancing this evening and what film should i be catching up on i wonder if i finish my book the book that i'm reading each you know i try and read one book a week it depends on obviously the length <laughs> but um i focus on my goals i focus on organizing my home so you know you know um cooking delicious food going to the salon visiting family i don't give a monkey's about no i do actually i i <laughs> i think um the only attention I give any crisis is my prayer. That's about it. They have my love and my prayer with them. The um, the either the Ukrainians. I don't know why people are so fussy about Ukrainians. Every other place in the planet has a war going on, and you don't see them fussing over any other country. Not that I want. I don't want. Not that I don't want Ukrainians to get help, but I, I feel especially um with this with the west 
namely America and the UK, they have a very selective, and I'll say that again, they have a very selective sympathy. I don't have selective sympathy. I feel sorry for everyone that's a refugee. I feel sorry for all the other people that are suffering with war and weather and crisis of any, you know, all sorts. Um, but with with a lot of the Americans and the English, all of a sudden they treating Ukraine like uh, a newborn baby that has never seen a war, and I think that having having that attitude is wrong. What about the rest of the world? Why would you have a selective sympathy because they're white? Um, that's the only conclusion that anybody can come up with. Uh, what about the one in Yemen? There's a war going on in Yemen for the last three years. If if it's not four years, there's a war going on in Syria. There's a war going on in Iraq or Afghanistan or whatever else in the world. Why not feel sorry for them or open your borders? I don't like selective sympathy because he, he puts people in categories. Why should you care more because they're white and less because they're brown? I do hope that people would have would think um, and and remember what that says about them. And and uh, um and not listen to the propaganda that's being played. Why don't you go and visit Yemen? Give them food and whatever else you've given to Ukraine. Well, what's so special about Ukraine exactly? I don't. I don't get it. Um. So yes, I don't like selective sympathy. I feel sorry for everyone that's going through difficulty, or war, or weather, or disease, or whatever it is. But when it comes to the West, especially their media, it's very, very selective. They would only show, oh, the poor Ukrainians have never had a war in their lives. You know, it's almost like, I I don't know how to describe it, you know. But when every other country in the world that they, you know, disasters that they help to create is facing difficulty. Oh, there's all of a sudden a silence. We all know why. It's because the religion, the skin color, um, and all of that plays a role. You know exactly what I'm thinking. And I know you're thinking it. I'm just saying what what you're thinking too. Um, So... That's why they put in it in a very special category, the Ukrainian crisis. Um, talk about being, you know. I just, I thought we would, you know, in the day and age that we're in, I thought we would move away from that by now. But um, uh, clearly not. We might need another thousand years you know, uh, <laughs> to move away from that. And uh, anyway, that's all I wanted to say. Um, you can 
literally heal everything, reverse everything, lose the weight, get a beautiful skin, grow your hair, whatever else it is, you know, um, attract the right people, be happy and healthy, all because you you're using the law of like you're you you're you you're sort of speaking life into yourself all of the cells that we have all of our body everything is listening all day long for the rest of your life and so feed it good thought feed it good words um you know even when you're standing in front of the mirror say the things you want to see so if you're looking for a flawless skin then say that's what you see i love my amazing flawless skin i love my hair i love my body shape i'm so incredibly healthy and bouncing and everybody loves me and really kind of uh go through the affirmations like that all day long and as Neville Goddard said, um, why is it anything that is persisted in, you persist in it for one month, two months, three months, you say all these good things, affirmations, all those, you know, for a lengthy period of time, then it hardens into fact. That's what Neville Goddard said. And it brings it into your existence. Now, of course, you won't have the glorious skin or the shiny hair or whatever it is you wanted day one. You might not even have it day 15. But by day 30, the law, um, the law of attraction would move those things um, into your existence. As um, Abraham Hicks said... Why did he say? He said, um, if you maintain your thought, one thought, say like it's a positive thought, uh, it could be a negative as well, but try and be positive. He said, if you maintain a positive thought, say like um, uh, you say I have the most glorious, glowing, shiny, clear skin. He said, and you you keep on saying that, and you maintain that for 68 seconds, which is 1 minute and 8 seconds. Um, then what happens is, actually, if you maintain it for 17 seconds, and then you time that 17 seconds four times, those 17 seconds the, you maintain the thought, then another 17 seconds you maintain the thought, and then another 17 seconds, and then another 17 seconds. So it's four lots of 17 seconds, which add up to 68 seconds. Um, the, and you don't introduce, or you don't get a, a thought in your head that's saying that's not true. Then what happens is the manifestation starts moving towards you. Because, um, like I said, we're giving it attention. So where your attention goes, energy flows there. So because we're giving it our attention, uh, uh, everything, I can't remember the book, but 
everything in our in our in our world is um invisible so we walk around all day you don't see the cars or the i'm not talking about like the real cars on the road but i'm talking about like you don't pay attention to things only when we pay attention to something like um let's say you want to buy a a, dress, a certain dress or a trousers or a coat or a car or something when we give attention to our that specific thing then we see it everywhere all of a sudden everybody's wearing the latest this latest bag that I happen to be interested in but before your interest you you didn't see it you didn't you didn't spot it in the in the crowd it's only because now your interest you're interested in it that you you spot it in the crowd so the car that you desire you will see people driving it but before you your desire that car was hidden and it, it could have went past you 20 times and you wouldn't have noticed it for some reason now it it's interesting to you and you notice it everywhere and it's the same with everything if it's the same with your coat or a dress or a house or a hair color or whatever it is because you now you're interested in it you see it everywhere but before it was as though it was invisible even though it wasn't so the attention is the main thing there what's bringing it to your existence is the attention that you give it and uh, attention is energy and so i hope that kind of explains it a bit (laughs) without confusing you um so give your focus on the things that you want not the things you don't want that's how the laws of the universe work they pick the laws of the universe pick up your vibrations your attention um in a vibration form so if you're always grateful then you're going to have a lot more of a vibrant life and you will you know get all that you want into your existence simply because of the great the, the gratitude energy that you have um even in the scriptures what did the lord say allah says in the quran or you know it could be jehovah or whatever the name is in your book um it's only one lord first of all but obviously because of different cultures and different languages we call him by a different name but there is only one lord so allah says in the quran you um God, I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, it's it's a bit like the you, re- you reap what you sow. So, um, what you know, if you are grateful, then I will increase you. Um, so, in every scripture, you can go and read the Torah. You can go and read the Bible. You can go and read the Quran. It doesn't matter. It's just written in different languages. Because it's a different, uh, it came on to different people. 
that's it. But it, it, in what it contains, it's the same blueprint. If there's an Adam and Eve in the Torah, there is an Adam and Eve in the Bible, and there's an Adam and Eve in the Quran. In fact, it's so exact that even the names have not been changed. If there's an Ibrahim in the in the Torah, there's an Ibrahim in the Bible, and there's an Ibrahim in the in the Quran. Every name is maintained. Every story is the same. <clears throat> it just came to different people that you know spoke a different language. That's it. But it has the same message. So if he says you reap what you sow in the in the Torah, it's gonna say you reap what you sow in the Bible, and it's gonna say that you reap what you sow in Arabic in the Quran um but um yeah so Allah says if you are grateful I will increase you no increase you in what increase you in everything that you desire what the hell do we desire it's usually money um it's usually you know um health and children and status and you know material stuff you want to get the house and the cars and you know um the big bank accounts and whatever else you desire the gold and the silver and the status that's what we all want it's a human blueprint every generation in every nation want the same thing money um health happiness children status big houses and cars and gold and silver and diamond and why not <clears throat> so um gratitude is a very powerful emotion and it's also um it's a very uh very um strong intense emotion that um even the scriptures talk about and the universe operates in so um practice gratitude every single day and also speak life onto yourself um well i know neville goddard covers um there's something called the law of um revision now he gives an example of and i think it's incredible he gives an example of a lady uh what the law of revision is you write or you imagine the thing you want before it comes to your existence so um the the example he gave was there was a he was doing one of his lectures um in the 1960s or was it the early 50s when he when it, there was a lady sitting in his audience audience and he was telling people how to do the law of revision and he explained that um anyway he explained the law of revision in the in the talk that he was doing and this lady went home old lady she went home and she did the law of revision and how she did it was two years earlier she 
used to live with her son and his wife and two children. And uh, um, anyway, there was some sort of an argument or a fight or something. So the the son and the wife decided the the mother-in-law should move out of their house. You know, the she came back to her own city and house and uh after that she didn't have any she didn't have good relationship with her son his children and his wife now she every birthday that came around for the grandchildren the the grandmother sent the grandchildren birthday presents even though they weren't speaking what a lovely lady um so she sent the grandchildren their presents and none of the presents she sent was acknowledged none of the letters she sent was acknowledged or returned or responded or nothing so um she used the law of revision she wrote herself letters so one coming from her um daughter-in-law another coming from her two grandchildren and uh she wrote herself the letters she wanted to receive from them so she wanted them to acknowledge the birthday presents you know she imagined the children would wrote letters saying oh grandma thank you very much for the present and i love this and this and this about my present and i assume she wanted another letter coming from the um what was it coming from the daughter-in-law saying why she didn't visit and how she appreciates her and all that good stuff now this grandmother did not get the letters she hope to get obviously after sending the presents so she used the law of revision and she wrote herself the three letters she wanted to get and not only did she wrote it to herself but she posted it to herself which you could do you can just go to the post office write your address and obviously the <laughs> the the mailman will will deliver it to you um and that's how the law of revision works you you um you write yourself the check or the letter or the birthday card or the thing that you were waiting for from somebody usually a family member or maybe from an employer um so let's say you went for a job interview well then you need to and you really want to get that job and you tried your best and you got the outfit and you went to the interview you did the research you did all of that and now you're waiting for the um for the letter to arrive whether you got the job or not now this is back in the day nowadays they'll just let you know by the end of the interview but back in the day they would just you know send you home and you you would have to write they would have to write to you even if they refused you they had the obligation to write to you and uh so you use the law of revision you 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 write yourself the interview letter that you want to get if you wanted really wanted to get the job then you write yourself that 
if you wanted to get a birthday card from your mother who's not bothered about your birthday, then you write yourself the card and you post it to your own address. Do you see what I mean? So what this does is uh, how the law of revision works is it's really intention. So we often, it's like you're invoking the energy. So before the person uh, is able to offer you the job or send you that thing, you're, you're invoking it so you get the answer you want. You're writing to yourself so you get the answer you want. So you're more likely then to get the answer that you wanted. Remember what Neville Goddard said, we get what we prepared for. So if you prepared for, let's say you were, God, um, let's say there, you, it could be anything, but let's just say you were in a debt of some sort. And if you prepared yourself for them to take your TV or something, <laughs> for them to take some item out of your house and then sell that thing and they get their money that way then that will what was that is what will happen but if you tell yourself that no i'm going to make smaller payment repayments and i'm going to pay off it that way and then you communicate that to them then it's whatever you prepared for if you're prepared to give the tv away or if you're prepared to make the smaller repayments the people will tend to go with your intention so neville goddard said be clear in your intention you always get what you prepared for so if you prepared the tv to be taken away then they will take the tv away because that's what you prepared for but if you prepared that no i'm going to do a smaller repayments each month then they will accept that do you see what I mean? It's almost like uh, people pick up on your uh, invisible energy or your intention, or not energy. They pick up on your uh, invisible intention. I'm, I'm, I hope I'm making it clear, you know? So, <laughs> so that's what the law of revision is. You're getting what your the outcome you would like and so it's more likely you would get the outcome you desired because of this you're practicing the law of revision i hope that makes sense um but really check him out um i know there's plenty of videos and audio and his books and and all of that there is nothing nothing under the sun that you couldn't create with the law of attraction like I said, whether it's hair growth or thickness or even change of texture. Did you know that you can change your hair texture using the law of attraction? Now, it would take a bit of time. It might take three months, but it will change. Um, you can change your skin tone, color. Um, it will take time again, but it will change. The idea is because of the focus given, you can change it. 
um, we're very uh, changeable beings, you know, because everything is contained within the energy that we have. Um, so anything that you want to change can be changed, um, providing that you maintain the uh, the thought process. Um, but nothing, I really mean nothing, is off limits. Um, I, you know, it could even be, it could even be when you conceive a child, you think of the gender that you would like to have, and then see when you give birth, that's the gender, <laughs> that's the gender that you have, you know, nothing, absolutely nothing is off limits, um, whether it's health or happiness or attracting a marriage or home or just absolutely nothing is is off limits um you have to the other thing is all of it is is down to beliefs i know with my own family i told them so many things about the law of attraction and how to use it many of them did not because they don't believe it would happen for them so if I tell them to well if you just maintain this thought then this will happen they never do because they don't believe in it so the belief in the in that it will work has to be there otherwise it won't work you know you tell somebody you can change the your hair texture with with just the thought they find that mind-blowing they think you know Genes are set. Nothing is set. Nothing is set in stone. Even in the Quran, it says if you make uh, the intention, or the intention, and a prayer. There is a prayer, and also there is an intention. Um, in fact, it actually says you're judged on your intention. So example is if you are kind to somebody and you help them out the the intention behind it would be looked at when you obviously transition to the next world it, it would be looked at like why did you help them out was it to show off because some people do that sadly was it to get an award or approval from the person or was it out of your just your kindness so intention is what the muslims are judged on actually it's in every religion um so uh but in the law of attraction again it's the intention so uh and it's you know nothing is off limits like i said even if you wanted to see, um, I was hearing it the other day, Neville Goddard was saying, even if you wanted to see, no, I haven't thought of this myself, but he was saying, even if you wanted to see um, your loved ones that have passed on, and you send, the, you, before you fall asleep, you send the intention that you wanted to see them, it's more likely they would appear in your dream because of the intention. Do you see what I mean? 
the intention is almost like a telephone call and um, it's very very powerful so if you do it say like a few nights uh it's more likely that you will see them in your dream you will talk to them i know with um i had an instance once where i saw one of my friends ex-husband and at the time they were having crisis with with custody and all that kind of nonsense um and he was not having any luck with the courts and all of that so when i i saw him but i was too far away and i was running for a train to wait and wave and catch up so for that whole day i was thinking oh my god i should have said hello why didn't i i, I i'm one of these people that if i if i um if i feel i don't know if i feel guilty that i haven't done something it kind of stays in my mind for a, a little bit longer so for the whole day I kept on saying I should have said hello why didn't I wait for one minute now I haven't I couldn't wait for one minute because I had to run for the train but, <laughs> but um the thought stayed in my mind for the whole day like why didn't you like stay even one minute there was like it was like two parts of me were fighting one of them was saying well, of course I couldn't stay. I had to catch the train. The other one was saying, but you could have stayed for one minute and, you know, said hello and asked about his children. And so I had this, you know, two different thoughts going through my head for the whole day on that day. Now I went to bed feeling uh, guilt. I don't know why, but I was feeling really guilty. Did you know when I when I, at some point in the night i remember speaking to him and i told him how are you how are the children and he said you know everything is fine so i felt like um i met i met him in the in the dream world he has seen me and I've seen him. Do you see what I mean? So I felt like because of my guilt, I met him in the dream world. Because when I woke up, just before I woke up, I was saying, how are the children? And um, that for me, it was like, my God. I mean, I know he's not dead. He's alive. But um, when we thought the intention... Um, that we have goes through the dimensions so it doesn't really matter if the person is dead or alive as long as you have the intention to see them to speak to them the, the that is a, like a telephone call especially to the dead it will come through i'm not sure if i'm making sense but i hope that i am um so what i'm trying to say is um it's not the law of attraction is not off limits to certain things or is not limited to certain things it's it, it, it really does penetrate and it's a beautiful that's a good word it penetrates absolutely every dimension you can think of and um so your loved ones are not out of reach the, you know the ones that are living are not out of reach all you have to do is put the intention 
you want to see that person or you want to speak to them and they'll call you the lot the ones that are alive will call you the next day or the next week or I know I had many ex- personal experience myself um, with my relatives that are alive and I wanted to speak to, with one of them Um, I fell asleep one night and she rang me the next morning but in the night before it I had a call a video call with her in in a dream form so then I had the real phone call with her the next day so nothing is off limits um not even our dead loved ones the only thing we need to do is give it a focus attention and also uh an invitation say that you know tom i want to see you and um i really want to speak to you and you know whatever the person's name is um put that in your um intention that you want to see them or you want to speak to them or you really are thinking of them or say things like i really love you i really miss you or whatever the thing is you wanted to say to them put it in in your intention and then fall asleep in that state and then it's more likely that they will um enter your dream because obviously when we dream the the walls of that separates the dimensions come down every night it doesn't have to be a night it could even be a day but you have to be asleep for it to come down um because that's how we access it and uh, when we are sleeping we are a lot more what's the word um accessible uh because when we are awake the 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 logical brain that we have doesn't allow this so it's like the gatekeeper it doesn't allow it to come through but when we are sleeping there is no gatekeeper awake <laughs> so you know things get in so i hope this makes sense um i feel like sometimes i kind of ramble on but i promise you <laughs> I haven't got this out of my mind and it's an information that I've gathered over the years and I hope it makes sense to you um especially those of you that are connected with me on Facebook um if you want any more topics done or you wanted to discuss with me something then do um contact me um other than that thank you for listening and uh, have a great day